to the Mental More Mindset Podcast. I'm Yaa. As a peak performance coach and lifestyle architect, I help women who are ready to reach their next level, eliminate negative self-talk and break through what's been holding them back so they can have clarity, confidence and prosperity in their career and lifestyle. This podcast is to empower you with a Mental More Mindset and help you reach your next level so you can uncover your purpose, reclaim your power and reach your potential. This means no longer living by default but dreaming big and pushing yourself to be, do and have more. I want everyone to know that change is possible, that you are not alone, and there is an alternative way forward, because when you change your mind, it will change your life. Hi, and welcome to the next episode of the Meant for More Mindset with me, Yar. Today, I have the amazing Stephanie Ward with me. Stephanie, please introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you. Hi, I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for the invitation. Um, I'm a business and marketing mentor. And what I do is I help small business owners transform their business for more ease, meaning and profits. So yeah, I mean, who doesn't want some of that, right? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's uh, and I work with mostly based service based business owners and a lot of women. Okay, wonderful. Um, So Tell us a little something about you that most people don't know. Something that most people don't know is that you can't see it here because I'm sitting down, but I'm really actually very tall. So I'm like um, six over six feet, one meter, 83, I think it is. Wow. But I, that's one thing, but I took ballet and I loved ballet as a kid, but I, I got too tall. So it didn't work out for me. Not that I was that good or something, but I was one of those people with my legs and arms going everywhere. And yeah, so it was my love, but I outgrew it literally. Oh, <laughs> you should go back to it. You should just do it. You know, you. I did actually, I did as an adult. I went back when I, in my twenties to the oh, same wow. place where I, I took ballet and it was wonderful. I haven't picked mm-hmm. it up again since then. Um, if there was a studio here where I live, I might, but I just, I love ballet. So. <laughs> oh, love that. Um, yeah. So. Now we're going to get a little bit into uh, you to find out a little bit more about you. And um, can you tell us how you got to where you are professionally today? Yeah, I took the traditional kind of somewhat traditional route of, you know, after you finish high school, then you go to the college uh, where I'm from, just local because it's cheaper and um, did that. And then, of course, then you have to get a job. And so I did that <laughs> in a nonprofit um, housing authority for five years. And then I went back to the university and got a master's degree. And then I got another job in um, in Houston. And that was my beginning of leaving um, Oklahoma and to never return. I mean, not never, but never to live there again. Yeah. And that was, um, gosh, that was business analysts and uh, business development and then sales and then marketing. And in between, I moved to Dallas and then I moved to Columbus, Ohio. And then when I was in Dallas, and maybe I'm getting ahead of the story, but that's where I met this Dutch guy in an Irish pub. And that's why I ended up moving here to the Netherlands in 1999 um, and got another corporate job, but it wasn't so nice. And that's when I was like, wow, this cannot be all there is to life, like commuting two hours each way for a job you don't like that has no meaning or purpose. 
So I started diving into that, trying to figure out, well, what's meaningful to me? What would I love to do? And I could not figure it out. And what every smart person does when they can't figure something out, they ask, right? You look around, ask for support. So I found this book um, and it was about coaching. And I, this is like, this is a long time ago, right? So this is <laughs> literally 22 years ago and it was new. And I was, I thought, this sounds great. Coaching, maybe this could help me figure it out. So I hired a coach and um through my work with her, I was thinking this could be something for me. So I started going to coach school at night while I was working full time. And then in 2002, I quit my job and started my business, which is Firefly Coaching. And I've been doing it ever since. Wow. That's amazing. Wow. What a story. <laughs> that's just, that's, I was about to say, that's amazing. But beyond that, it's a, it's a story. There's so much like there's so many layers to it. So what gave you the courage, first and foremost, to actually follow your heart and oh. move to the Netherlands to be with your partner? Yeah. I think, well, I was younger. <laughs> so when you're younger, maybe you're bolder. I'm not sure. Actually, I think that's not you. Well, I don't know. I've gotten bolder over time. I'll say that. At the time, I think I was just, it was something that was really important to me. And I'd always known that. I wanted that, to me, relationships are the most important thing in life. And mm -hmm. so I was willing to risk uh, it not working out. Mm -hmm. So at the time I didn't have a house, I, I had an apartment and I had a company car. So I just sold everything I owned in my apartment, gave up my lease, turned back my car. I had nothing. I took, well, okay, if it doesn't work back, work out, I guess I could just move back. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's go for it because it just seemed like a risk worth taking. And honestly, for a lot of people, it doesn't work out. You know, I meet a lot of people here and expats all over the world, global people, and they've done it and it hasn't worked out, but they still go on to have these amazing lives. Right. It's not like it's yeah. the end of the show or something. So luckily for me, it did work out. We're still together and extremely happy. Um, I won't say there wasn't, you know, it was it was nerve wracking, you know, laying on the floor in your apartment the day before you leave. Yeah, it's going one way ticket somewhere. Um, but gosh, it was worth it. Oh, that's amazing. So yeah. are you somebody who would describe yourself as a risk taker? Oh, that's a good question. Gosh, that's a good one. I actually wouldn't in a way, but I don't know if I, I guess maybe I'm kind of, I'm a calculated risk taker. So I'm not, I think about it and I think, okay, like what could happen, you know, pros, cons. And then, then I, once I decide, I don't usually look back and I don't double guess or question it. So I would say I'm a calculated risk taker. That's amazing. So then in terms of, what gives you that certainty to be able to say, because a lot of, definitely me, I definitely used to be somebody who would be like, ask 10 million people before I make the decision. And even then I'd be like, did I, did I make the right decision? Oh, yeah. You know, that kind of thing. So what mm. gave you, what gives you that level of certainty to be like, okay, now I've made the, I've, I've calculated the risk. Now I've made yeah. the decision. I'm sticking to it. Mm. That's a good question too. I mean, I feel like if you're, you know, when you connect to the deepest part of yourself and think about, well, what is what is it that I want and not trying to please other people? Like, I literally didn't even tell my parents. I just decided, I mean, I told them once I had decided, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. But um, I think if you, again, weigh the pros and cons. I'm like, again, you're not going to know for sure. And, and on all the things you list, I mean, something radically different could actually happen yeah. that you're not uh, ready for. 
I guess just trusting yourself and getting your confirmation about what you believe and what's important to you is validated internally first before the external. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So the other thing that you also said was that you really value relationships more than anything else. Yes. Why are relationships so important to you? I just feel like there's nothing else. There is nothing else. Like at the end of the day, I mean, success, fame. Well, I'm not interested in fame personally. I'm, I, I love money's good. Being you know wealthy and being able to give back, all those things are good. I, I don't seek fame, or you know, it's not important for me to be known, anything like that. But all those things that some people are looking for, or I just feel like at the end of the day, if you come home to an empty house or you can't call up your girlfriend and go out and eat some lunch, like it's, yeah. it's this, um, maybe it's just my, my nature and my DNA. I'm not sure. I just, I just think at the end of the day, there is nothing else. There's, there's nice things around it, but the relationships are what make my life feel meaningful and enriched. Wow. And I think people can get, you know, take it for granted. Like every single day I'm just waking up. I'm like, wow, this is, you know, look at this guy I get to wake up with and, and mm. you know, spend my life with and come home tonight. And we're going to, you know, it's just, it's, it's easy to just get to the day-to-day -day routine and just forget about it. But if you have people that love you and support you, thank them, connect to them, reach out, say hello. It's just, it makes your life better, I think. Mm. Wow. So then how do you stay connected to your loved ones, your friends and your family? Because of they're, they're across the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, I uh, talk to my mom every Sunday evening and then we, she's alone now. My bonus dad died 14 years ago. So we ask her to let us know she's alive every day. So she sends a text to all of us. We have this group chat, which is very fun. So I have like daily contact with them that way. And, um, my dad passed on too. So there's, there's not a lot of people left, but we have, we have contact and it's, it's nice because it's this, these weekly chats with my mom. It's um we talk about everything. So it's, it feels, even though it's, we only see each other, it used to be once a year, but you know, with COVID it was three years. I just went back in May, but it keeps us connected in a way that feels close, even though you're far away. Yeah. Yeah. I find that FaceTime is really good for that. Yes. Because yeah. you won't yes. have seen people for a while. And then when you do see them, it's like, <laughs> this is, you, 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 you forget almost that you haven't seen them like, yes. properly in physical form for a while. And then you remember, oh, wow, we haven't actually seen each other for years. This is not. Yes, <laughs> exactly. That whole, that whole thing. It's also the internet, right? With all these connections on social media, you feel mm -hmm. like, you know, people yes. and you may have never met them in real life. And, but you just feel up to date with what's going on because you can follow them. Yeah, that's so true. So in terms of staying connected, how do you then um, parlay that into your business so mm. that you stay to um, create the kind of connections you want to with your clients? I really focus on supporting everyone in my network, clients or just friends, colleagues. So whatever that looks like, if they have um, something that they're promoting, I amplify it. I share, like, comment on social media things. I reach out to people to see how they're doing, you know, not just business-wise, you know, if their partner's having a health troubles or, you know, just try, staying in touch. And it's so easy to do. You can just send a quick voice message or a quick text or an email or drop a note in the post. Um, just to, yeah, keep these touch points over time. It's, it's Brene Brown talks about this, about building trust with people. And it's not like, sometimes you think it's this one enormous monumental event, like 
Yah and I were doing this and that, and then this happened, and then from that moment, we trusted each other. But that's not true. She says trust is built in these tiny little moments over time. Yeah. And and that's really true. So, and that's what I talk about so much with my clients as well, is that building relationships takes time. Yeah. It takes time and it takes investment and energy and love and care and attention. And you have to nurture them just like in nature with plants. And when you do that, when you build this trust, then it's a really strong bond. Yeah. Oh, that's so lovely. So, um, so it seems, well, it doesn't seem like, it sounds like, well, I don't even want to say it sounds like you do offer a high level of customer service to your clients. So then how do you get them to translate that into their own businesses? Because I, I personally think that customer service is so important. Um, yeah. Not to get into it, but I recently had an issue with somebody who didn't give me very, very good customer service. And it just reminded me how important it is to give great customer service in business. So how do you translate the level of customer service yeah. you give onto your uh, to your clients? Yeah. The, what you're saying is so true. I mean, it's, it's astounding sometimes. You're like, it's so easy just to be like, I'm sorry, how can I fix this? It's, mm -hmm. just, it's so I just think, you know, being transparent, being um, humble, asking questions, uh, you know, when you like trusting people, um, forgiving people, uh, when something happens, you know, to ask how you can make it right. Mm -hmm. Remember, like we're business owners, so we're the boss. We get to decide. We're not this big corporate thing where we can say, well, legal sales, we can't do that. I mean, I've given clients money back that have hired me because they, you know, ended up not, they ended up closing their business and moving away and getting a job. And it was like, well, you know, I, that's felt right for me. So I think yeah. you have to make decisions based on what is in line with your values. Yeah. And trust that you know people know what they're doing and just take an extra minute to listen and follow up and know you know just think about how would you like to be treated too that old that saying too but I, I think it is personal people say business isn't personal it is personal and if you want to have build trust over time and a reputation of integrity providing good customer service and listening to your clients and doing the right thing is a long-term decision yeah I totally agree and you touched on something there which I think is really important and um, you talked about values mm -hmm. and I think for a lot of people they don't know what their values are so if you were to help somebody um define what their values are how would you do that well there's there's a, if you just google values on the internet you'll find a list of you know 50 100 values and you just I would invite people to go through that list mm -hmm. pick out start maybe with 10 or more but then narrow it down to three to five core values and you know run all your decisions through those values and when you're making decisions in your business look at them and say is this how you know and your personal values as a small business owner are usually are the exact same as your business values they're they yeah. would be weird if they were different um and be conscious of what is important to you and let that translate you can even share that you know on your website with people there's different ways to express that without expressly saying these are one, two, three, four, five, my values, you can do that. Mm -hmm. But you can also just um, let that show up in the way you talk about your business and also in your actions, which obviously at the end of the day are more important than any words. Yeah, that's very, very, very true. So what's one thing you wish you would have known? And this could be the start of your career overall or the start of when you, uh, when you first started your business. What's one thing that you wish you would have known? 
looking back, you know, everything has changed so much. Maybe everyone says this in their lifetimes, but everything has changed so much in the last 20 years, really. So I, I'm going to look specific, specifically about my business. So in the last, I've been in business 20 years, a little over 20 years. I mean, so much has changed, like the whole, you know, internet, literally, you know, um, and social media and all these things, which have reduced barriers and, you know, made everything so much more accessible. So I would say, if I'd known like how much everything would open up even more, like the possibilities just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Not that I thought they were small, but it's just, you don't see what's coming. And the way things are now, it's like there's never been a better time to just do what it is that you think you want to do. I mean, everything is possible, right? You can self-publish, self-everything. You can just put yourself out there and go for it. So I just, that's, if I had known that, I don't know that I would have done anything different, but it's just fascinating to look back and think, well, what would I, maybe, you know, I don't know, what would I have dreamed for myself if I had known that? But I think that changes for everyone. It's just always evolving. So, but at least hopefully in this moment, it's expanding. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you a bold question here. So what would you dream for yourself knowing that now that the possibilities are endless? Yeah, I I feel like I mean I feel like I am doing the things that this idea of having like a global connection with clients has allowed. So Zoom, right? All these mm-hmm. platforms have allowed me to sit in my office here in Appledorn in the Netherlands and have clients all over the world. Yeah. I don't know that I I mean I knew that was we were using the phone back then. <laughs> The telephone, which actually works. People are like, telephone coaching, that's weird, but it actually works. So this, the the technology and the, and the advancements and the possibilities to connect with clients everywhere, which my people are all over the world, yeah. this has enabled that. So I feel like I've luckily felt, been able to do it because of that, without uh-huh. planning, of course, because I didn't do it. But. <laughs> so what would you say motivates you um to do the things that you do like to get up in the morning and go Mm. this goes back to when I you know was struggling with not enjoying my work and wanting to find meaningful work and I I thought there has to be more to life like you can't just you know keep doing this and then just die that's the end and that was to find work that was meaningful and that is my vision now for myself and for my clients so my my big dream is that everyone can do work they love and make a really good living doing it it's that simple. And and the reason why is most people love this work that they want to do and they found it. It's just not everyone loves marketing like I do. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a weirdo like that. So I the, there is a way to for everyone to get comfortable with marketing and get comfortable with promoting their business. And that way they can actually do the work they love because they're, you know, they didn't start this business to do marketing, but they have to do it if they want to keep it. So yeah. that's that's my idea is that all these beautiful people doing beautiful things are making a good living doing it in a way that feels good for them. Yeah. And something um, that I heard recently, because I I was definitely somebody who didn't really want to, I didn't mind being on social media, but in terms of promoting my business, I was like, oh, no, 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 I don't want to. And and then and yeah exactly and what I've and what I've actually learned from through this whole process is um somebody said it's actually you're providing a service you're actually serving people and when I looked at it from that angle it's like yes I'm just helping people and letting people know that I'm here to help them should they want it and I think that changing that lens to help me Mm -hmm. see it differently really 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 helped and it sounds like that's something that you do because 
you are so about relationships and people first that that sounds like something you definitely do what you just said is is spot on i mean that's that's the shift it's you're there to help if it's a match you're Mm -hmm. not being pushy you're not being you know um trying to convince people to do anything you're simply saying i have this thing Mm -hmm. it might help you and if you'd like to, we can do it. And if not, it's okay. It's this yeah. detachment from the outcome. It's the yeah. intention of being helpful and getting to the truth. And that makes the shift, makes everything in marketing so much easier. Yeah. And I think that's a really good metaphor for life, the detachment from the outcome. Because then yeah. you can just be and you can just, I'm giving to give, which is which sounds like something that you do regularly. I, I try to be generous. I mean, absolutely, you have to be conscious as a as a entrepreneur, you know, where is the line where you're going to give too mm. much, but it's hard to give too much. You know your own boundaries. And and it's I'm very clear. I have a, you know, a free blog, a free podcast, um, free YouTube channel, free newsletter, like there's a lot you can get yeah. for free. And so yeah. I feel confident and comfortable to say, okay, and then at this point, then this is something after that, that where you would invest. Yes. And but there's nothing better than being generous. And it's not to get anything. It's it's yeah. just like I always say, give and forget. Yeah. Don't keep don't keep track. Don't keep tabs. If you are, then you're doing it wrong. <laughs> so, I mean, if you want to be helpful and generous, do it for that reason, because you care about people and you want to if you can help them help them. Oh, I think that's beautiful. So what would you say is your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? I have kind of a funny, well, I don't know if it's funny. I have a different view on failure. I actually, I don't really like the word failure. It's fine. It's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of a charged word. I think there's just different options. Mm-hmm. Like, and then when we, when we focus so much on failure, like, oh my God, you know, that failed. People sometimes mistakenly think I'm a failure. Yeah. There's, there's a difference between something not working and then I'm not working. Yeah. So you have to be very clear about that. And I, I think it's important to remember, you know, just because something didn't work, it's more important to look, well, why didn't it work and study it and analyze it and be curious and dive in. So I've absolutely had, I mean, not everything's gone right in my life or business and loads, so many like, I mean, you know, I don't know, hundreds, thousands, I don't know how many, but if you if something doesn't go the way you want, I mean, if you need to cry about it, <laughs> throw a fit, get mad, you know. But sleep on it and then wake up and then say, okay, let's see. Why didn't it work? Was it the wrong time, the wrong audience, the wrong price, the wrong, um, you know, so many things that if you just tweak it a little bit, then it's going to get you there. And that's what business is, a constant iteration and uh, evaluation of what your clients need and the best way to deliver it for them. So there isn't, I don't think there really is failure. There's just different choices. If you're going down a road and it's not working, choose a different path. And that, that's really how I look at failure. Not And again, just to say I've made a lot of new choices, so things don't always go the way I want them to at all. It's just a way that to look at it where it's not as um, stressful or negative, I think. Yeah. So in that case, what resources have helped you along the way? I I have a, well, I was going to say I have a book problem, but I, <laughs> I have a little bit of a book. I buy books a lot. I buy a lot of books. I read a lot of books. I'm a kind of book maniac. So that's, you know, books are amazing for 20 bucks. You can get 20 euros. You can get 20 pounds. I mean, someone spent years, right? Putting all this together and thinking about it. So books are a huge uh, resource for me. People, you know, being curious, asking people questions, asking for support. Um, I mean, 
that's that's one of the keys is just to really talk to people. I'm in a mastermind uh, for years. I've been in a mastermind. I'm just, you know, going back to how I even came to all this. I was like, I can't figure this out. Someone help me. You know, if you don't know where you're going, ask for help. So books are huge. You know, now podcasts are really hot. There's just, there's no lack of information. You have to be careful that, right. That's, there's too much and very carefully curate Mm -hmm. what you're listening to and who you're listening to. Like again, Brene Brown, you know, if you're not in the arena, I don't want to hear from you. You know, (laughs) I'm not taking feedback from people who, who aren't um, in the game, Mm -hmm. but, um, and then also just really spending some time, um, taking those resources and reflecting on them. So it doesn't help if you just read a ton of books, but you never think, how can I yeah. integrate that into my business? You have to apply things. <laughs> that is very, very true. Very, yeah. very, very true. Or you could become the, alter, um, the what's it, the self-help junkie. The- exactly. Yes. Yes. Absolutely that. <laughs> Um, so what books, um, you mentioned books, what books yes. would you recommend if you would say your top three, which, which would be your top three that have helped you? I actually do have my Holy Trinity. I'm not religious, but I, <laughs> of, of, and these are, these are three books. They're not business books. And then I have one business book. I'll, that I must recommend, but the three books are loving what is by Byron Katie. Mm-hmm. And that's just about investigating stressful thoughts. And that's any stressful thought, business or personal. Um, the Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, because nothing's happening outside the moment of now, past, future, that whole thing. And The Four Agreements by Miguel Ruiz. And the four agreements are be impeccable with your word. Don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and always do your best. Wow. Wonderful. And I, if you apply all of that to your life and or business, it's it's a really powerful foundation. Wow. And then the fourth book, which is specifically marketing, is This is Marketing by Seth Godin. I'm a huge Seth Godin fan, and it's not prescriptive at all. Like, if you're looking for the answers, you will not find them there. It's the kind of book you can read 10 times and, and 20 times and pull different things out. It really yeah. makes you think, and it, it's teaching you how to think about your business and marketing. Yeah. No, I actually read that book two years ago, and that okay. And when I read it two years ago, I say read it, I listened to it in Audible. Oh, and nice. It was, and it was just this whole idea of just find your people. And I was like, oh, wow, so not everybody. I don't have to sell to everybody. It's That's like, no, just find your people. Yes. And, you know, the people and your people. And it's really simple. Your people are the people that will respond well to you. And the mm-hmm. people that don't respond so well, they're not your people. And that's okay. Yeah. They're allowed yeah. not to be your people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that really was, that was a real shift for me. So, yeah, that book is like chef's kiss wonderful I love that and I I agree with you you're so right about that I mean you want to just attract the right ones and let the other ones go away because you don't need depending on your business you don't need hundreds of thousands you don't even need tens of thousands you don't even need thousands yeah so it's so small yeah exactly exactly and then also when you mentioned the power of now I did a book study on that last year And um, yeah, it was just amazing, 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 amazing. And, you know, just being learning to be in the now and how and how much that takes away your overwhelm, your stress, because you're just all you can do is what you're doing in the in the moment now. Mm-hmm. The past is gone. The future doesn't exist yet. All you have is the now. And it yes. was such a really it was a revelation for me. So, yeah, again, yeah. chef's kiss. 
Yeah, I could also recommend the actual Power of Now book is, is really good. Get it. But there's I also have the Practicing the Power of Now, mm-hmm. which is a bit smaller and a little bit less. I don't know. It's okay. just more to the point. So if you yeah. if you want if you want to just take the condensed version, check out Practicing the Power of Now. But it's yeah. it's phenomenal. I mean, it's so funny how we do spend so much of our lives worrying about the past or concerned about the future. And if you just are in the moment, there's so much joy there. Yeah, there is, isn't there? Oh, wow. That's amazing. Um, So what would you say is your greatest fear? Uh, uh, My greatest looking, yeah, looking back, I think in in jobs, you know, you always wonder, am I going to be able to do it? You know, Mm -hmm. will I be able to, am I right for this job? Will I figure it out? And then in business, you know, is my business going to work? Is it, Am I going to be able to get clients? Am I going to make a difference? Will I make money? All these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I, I'm a huge fan of learning as you go. So I'm always like, just take that action. And you'll find out the next step as you go. So what has happened by taking that approach is even if you're scared and, and you're not certain you can do the thing, just being curious and being willing to take that step and being saying, well, okay, I, I don't know, but I can figure it out. And if I can't figure it out, I'll ask somebody yeah. <laughs> um, helps me keep that fear in check of, of, oh my gosh, am I doing this right? It's more like an experimentation, curiosity. Um, you know, what's the worst thing that's going to happen yeah. <laughs> if I screw this thing up or so uh, taking action really does help diminish fear. I found. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I totally, totally agree with you. And I think another thing that really helps diminish fear, which you've also just mentioned, you've mentioned several times, actually, is asking for help. Mm. Now, I also find that, and, and I definitely am someone who's in recovery for this, find it really hard to ask for help, especially as, as I think women do generally. Mm. So where does that come from for you to be able to say, oh, wow, I need to ask for help, so I'm going to ask for help? Because a lot of people, like I... I like the, I need to ask for help, but then they have that fixed mindset of people will think I'm stupid, so I'm not going to ask. Oh yeah, I think maybe it's that might come with age over time. You know, I think it's what that what I don't know who said the quote: "The more you know, the more you realize you know nothing." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I like it when people tell me they don't know stuff. If, if I if, I love it when people say I don't know. Then I'm like, oh, okay, now I trust you. <laughs> it's the people that say they know everything that I don't trust. I feel like it's the reason I feel confident or comfortable asking for help is that I know that nobody knows what they're doing. <laughs> right? We're all just True. trying to find our way. And, and 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 the people I trust the least are the ones that say they have it all figured out and they don't need help from anyone. So it, it, I know that that's true for me. So I think, well, then... That must be the reverse. Must be true, and yeah, it's. I think it's just kind of a fact, right? It's almost mm-hmm. like it's just there's no way we all know everything, and so it would be weird if we did. And knowing that, and being, you know, staying the uh, student forever, always the student, mm-hmm. because there's so much to learn, helps just kind of release that. Um, fear that someone might judge you because hey well how come I thought she would know that you know because you do know so much other stuff right and everyone knows that too they know that they know that about you they know you're brilliant in all these areas so just because you didn't know this one thing they're not they're gonna think that's normal I think 
Yeah, no, I think you're absolutely right. And you said something there that really is and definitely um, shifted my thinking when you said that nobody knows everything. And it's like, you don't think about that. You're so, you're so, normally, you're so um, concerned about yourself that you don't think, oh, wow. this person, not, they don't know, they don't have all the answers to everything, the same way I don't have the answers to everything. And then that kind of puts us all on the same like playing field. Yes. And so then me asking you a question doesn't make you any better than me or vice versa. It's just... I'm just asking for information. I'm just asking for help because that's what I need in this moment. So thank you. Yes. Oh, yes. And what you just said, I love what I need in this moment because it's yeah. always shifting and changing what we need in that moment. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Um, so what would you say excites you the most? What excites you coming up in your business, in your life? Okay. Yeah. Um, I think right now I just made a recent, uh, unearthing, maybe you could say a revival of <laughs> one of my offers. So I have a VIP day called mm -hmm. business clarity in a day, and I've had it for years, 11 years. And, and then I noticed some other people talking about VIP days. I was like, well, wait, I have one of those. What, why am I not promoting that? So I completely, uh, remodeled it, re updated it, refreshed it. And so I'm super excited about doing more VIP days with people because what's so cool, like I, I'm continuing to do the mentoring over time. That will not change. Mm -hmm. But what's so cool about um, doing it in a day is that, you know, when you're trying to figure stuff out over time, it can be frustrating and you have ups and downs and then you, you, you see this and you, you think, Oh, should I change my mind? Or, Oh, I'm going to go this way. But if you, if you have a focused, you know, whole day on it to lay out all of your strategy, it just feels so, uh, good and it makes you feel confident about moving forward with your business to get it just sorted out in a day yeah I love that it's kind of like an action plan in a day and it kind of gives you the yeah. roadmap to where you want to go so exactly. yeah exactly yeah so I I'm super that. excited that's what I'm really excited about now and also I'm I've got an idea brewing about doing a, a, a three-day on your solo but group retreat oh wow that's amazing that's amazing. I literally just came, I think, was it? Yeah, last month I came back from a retreat. Oh, yeah? Yeah. And it was amazing. I think it's the connection, the fact that yeah. you're away from from life, um, your day-to-day -day life. And so you can just be and you get to connect with other people. You get to connect with yourself. It's um, it's it it's not like, okay, you need to go to this thing this class or whatever it is, or even workshop, and you need to learn everything in a moment. And then that's it. You've got to take that with you. It's not, it's like, it's just very easy and it just flows. And it was, it was really, 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 really nice. And I came back from it thinking, oh, this is such a beautiful way to, to learn, you know, mm -hmm. and to and be. So you went, wait, it was like in person. Yeah, it was in an person. in person okay. retreat. So it was in um, Santorini, Greece. Uh Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> in-person retreats. I need to hear more about that when we finish the interview. Yeah, but sure. I will say I am a huge fan of in-person retreats. And this one is actually virtual. Mm -hmm. um, so it's wherever you are, you can go away to Santorini and, and call in. That's the idea. But we're, yeah. So we're doing it alone, but together with my guidance. Oh, that's amazing. So yeah, for people that can't get to Santorini. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful you did that but yeah there's that's the thing it's all of what you said getting away is important taking time for space mm -hmm. to just let nothing happen so that you know your mind can settle but also the connection with other people yeah Beautiful. 
Yeah, yeah. When it comes to like group coaching and mentoring, anytime you can work in a space with other people, yeah. it's just it just levels up everything else. It's just an amazing thing and it's so organic as well. 100% agree. Yeah. Um so what advice would you give to um a lady who wants to go to her next level but isn't sure where or how to start? Mm. Uh, I would say ask for help, <laughs> a theme here, you know, and take action. So mm -hmm. asking for help is a form of action. Mm -hmm. But I think, you know, when you're taking the next level, taking the next step, dreaming bigger, you don't know what to expect. So it's yeah. so good just to speak with other people. Yeah. If you don't have a mastermind, create one, join one. But just actually just talking to people, but asking for help, looking for the right support, believing in yourself, but every little step, you know, just take the first step. If you, people sometimes they get bogged down in these huge things, these huge ideas, mm -hmm. and then they get stuck. Just think, you know, make your big dream, but then take the next tiniest step mm -hmm. and then take the next tiniest step. And don't think that you have to take an enormous step in one, in one motion. It can just be little series of steps and making your intentions and your ideas public if that feels right for you you know it's not for everyone yeah. and when I say public it could mean just to sharing it with your closest friends or your business buddies or your mentor or your coach obviously mm -hmm. but um it helps with putting things out in the universe that it's known hey I want to do this thing I want to create yeah. this thing I want to make this thing because what happens is when you it's like looking for red Ferraris you all of a sudden start seeing them everywhere if you have mm -hmm. this idea then you'll start noticing all these clues and hints that will support you in getting that thing yeah that's so 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 true you're someone who's very proactive how how do you how did that come about have you always been someone that says okay this is what I'm gonna do and then do it because a lot of people talk but uh, for whatever reason they're just not able to put that into action mm. I think a lot of that comes from fear mm. and also maybe you know perfectionism um, or comparison, and those are all bad, bad things. <laughs> uh, I guess, I don't know, it's that saying, you know, if you only knew how often people don't think about you, you wouldn't worry how much people are, what they're saying about you. I'm getting it mm -hmm. completely wrong, but it's it's just this whole thing, again, that people aren't really, they don't really, they're not watching you, they don't really care what you do, so you don't have to worry about that. And if you're just, I think the thing to embrace is your own life and it's short, it's long, but it's short. And who cares? Do the thing. Like what's the worst thing that can happen? So, and, and it also, if you just take small steps, you don't have to, again, these small bits and, and it, that builds on each other. That's a, that's a muscle, just like setting boundaries or anything else, selling your business, selling yourself, selling your offers it the more you do it the easier it gets so the more courageous you get the more courageous you'll be yeah I love that the more courageous you get the more courageous you'll be oh and how do you fit it all in like do you have you ever felt that you couldn't um every day I mean <laughs> nobody if they say they do it all they don't I don't I you just can't it's literally impossible I mean at the beginning 20 years ago I probably would have I mean I don't know I realized a long time ago that to do this will never, ever, ever be done. Mm -hmm. There's so many things you want to do in your business. They will never be done. And that's okay. So like you just pick the most important ones. 
I think it's so important you don't work 24-7. You got to take off in the evenings, you know, weekends, you got to get away, like you went away to get space to Santorini. You have a life and your business should should support your life. And, and you have to set boundaries in your business and just know it that I think it's the acceptance of knowing it absolutely will not get done. Mm. it just won't and if there's things that must get done that you simply don't have the time for then you need to outsource you need to hire someone delegate you know stop doing your accounting hire an accountant stop trying to design your website get a website designer so things that have to be done that have you know hire someone but you just you don't get it done and knowing that is such a freedom yeah it's so so true that is so 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 true that's all said um so in terms of um if you could step into my shoes, what's a question that you would have asked that I already haven't asked you? Um, I don't know if you asked me this, but maybe you kind of did. I The question of why aren't you taking action? Why aren't you doing the thing? And what's holding you back? And I just, I want to say to, you know, everyone and including and especially women is you've got this, you've got this brilliance, you've got this thing, trust yourself and take the next step. We are here to help you. You are supported. You are loved. You can do this. We need your stuff out in the world. So it's just that, again, take that action. Don't hesitate. Nothing bad is going to happen. Go, you know, keep just do it because we need you. We need what you're trying to do. And you will, there is support for you. You do not have to do it alone. Oh, thank you. And finally, what gives you a meant for more mindset? The meant for more mindset, I think, gosh, it's a kind of just what I just said as well. It's this idea, especially again for women, you know, we, it's that thing with when there's a job opening, men who are 50% qualified apply and we're 95 and we're like, well, I better not because, you know, I'm a, I got to wait till I'm that 5%, 100%. No, <laughs> just like we're all meant for more because we have these things inside of us that we gifts, brilliance that we need to share with our clients and put out into the world. And if you're not doing that it's what you said to help them if you're not doing it you're depriving your clients of them being their most brilliant selves so like you owe it <laughs> to yourself and to the world to share your gifts yeah and connect to that brilliance that we all have and that you know you know it you really do know it people are like oh, I don't know if I have that brilliance yes you do you know I know you know and we all know you know <laughs> and we want to see it mm. Oh, thank you so much, Stephanie. I just want to acknowledge you for your own brilliance and for your own light and for your own greatness and just your generosity and your level of giving and the love that you have, not only for what you do, but how you do it so that you can help other people to be their best, both professionally and personally. Um, I personally think that you're amazing. Um, and the work that you do just radiates and allows other people to go out into the world and do what they do. So thank you so very much. Thank you for those beautiful warm words. I accept them gratefully. Thank you. You're so very welcome. Please let our listeners know where they can connect with you online. 
Go to fireflycoaching.com, all one word. And that's my handle on Instagram. I'm on LinkedIn. I'd love to connect on LinkedIn. Um, also on TikTok. And yeah, I've got a free report on my website. You can download. Wonderful. So I'll also put that in the show notes, guys. So guys, that's it for us today. Thank you so much for listening. And we shall see you in the next one. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. For more about me, what I do, check out my website, nextlevelcoachinggroup.com, where you can also download my free Release Your Mindset Books guide. You can also follow me on Instagram at Next Level Coaching Group or on Facebook at Next Level Lounge. Please make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any upcoming episodes. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave me a rating and review. Thanks. See you on the next one.